Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast. I'm your host today, Beatrice, at bookie underscore Beatrice. And I'm here with... Ella at LCLs. Lauren at Lauren Coys. Mariam at I am Mariam underscore. Uh, Tima at Teams underscore GH. Tima, I'm going to start with wow, you. that was quick. <laughs> at the London Stadium, where Chelsea lost 2-0. Me, the... Oh, on stadium, which is nameless. I don't even know why that's your stadium name. But anyway, at Tottenham Stadium, where you lost 2 know, tell us your thoughts. I'm just going to give you the floor. Just express your emotions. So you know what? um, You guys won't know, but like behind the scenes, um, we've been asked to give reaction videos to when things happen. My thing is, I can't do it because I would literally have a mental breakdown on screen and I don't think that's very fair so I've been waiting to to be on the road to, to come on the pod to express myself and hopefully hoping that uh Graham James Potter would have done something <laughs> the middle name. <laughs> I don't know or Stephen one of those one of those names um would have like fixed himself but unfortunately not I said a couple of months ago on the pod that someone called Graham cannot take us to the promised land and I wanted them out I said he hasn't improved anything Everything was worse. You remember that? You remember that? You was here. Mm-hmm. And um, under that video, people were saying that Chelsea fans are entitled. We're spoiled. We have no patience. Da, 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 da. Wait, can I just interject? I don't think those things are not true. They are true. true. You are really spoiled. Wow. Um, we're not spoiled. We're not entitled, but we have standards. Like, we have, st- and, and I'm not going to lower my standards for Mr. Potter because he's shit. Like, I'm not going to loan myself. Like, I expect Chelsea to be competing. Like, being 11th or 10th is not where I expect us to be. Two wins in 18 games or how many games is not where I expect us to be. My problem with Potter is that he's never tried to, like, build anything with Chelsea fans. In fact, he's actually gaslighting us to make us feel like it's not his fault. Like, he, he'd been in charge since September. Whose fault is it? This I'll guy have was you talking... know, today he came out and said... I couldn't give a <laughs> shit what he said to me. It's too late. Like, it's actually too late. No, actually too late. Let me just read it out. He said, I know the responsibility. It's not good enough for this club. And so I take full responsibility for those results. It isn't good enough for Chelsea. The players gave it everything. They are hurting. It's this, my responsibility. See, this is my but he didn't say that it's not good enough for me. This is, this is my problem. The get, the, when he says the players g- gave it everything, shut the fuck up, bruh. What are you talking about? <laughs> he says this every single fucking week and, and they're out here giving an absolute pile of shit because he doesn't, like, tactically inept. Our, our attack... I remember, I will, I will continue to say this. Bree told me that the problem of our attack was Lukaku. I told her <laughs> it is not Lukaku. Lukaku is gone to Italy, munching his munching his pasta, <laughs> and we're, still, we're, we're even worse. We're even worse. Like, we, we create nothing. There's no pattern of play. Like, our midfield is non-existent. And, my friend, he, so we all know Ziyech wanted to leave the club. He was 30 seconds away from being at PSG. Why the hell is he getting minutes? And, not, and, and a lot of minutes. 
He came on the pitch today. Where was he? I forgot he was on the pitch until we almost got until he almost got sent off. Graham Potter also. Oh. Take, take a breather. Take a breather. A little breather. This is like two months. I haven't been on the pod for so long that I've got to get this. I just got to get off my chest. Graham Potter and the English, the, the the English sports journalists are gaslighting us to make him stay, like as if like he's got all of these problems. The, at top clubs, you're not going to have per- perfect conditions. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have lots of signings. You're not going to have always going to have a really good preseason. But top top managers make it work. I'm going to go back to Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel came in halfway through a season and won the Champions League. There was patterns of play. It was very obvious his style with the first game. He had less than 24 hours with the team, like a two-hour training session. Graham Potter, after losing to the 20th team in the league, who didn't have a manager, who he said were well-organised. They don't have a manager, bruh. How can they be well-organised? He's like, do you know what he did? He gave the players three days off. I, I was so confused at that. Off. Who what does that? Yeah. That's, yeah. These players were in Westfield shopping. They were probably <laughs> seeing their families. We, we're 10th. We're 14 points off and you give them three days off. And then you got, this is why, when he says it, it's, it's wait, his wait, come and get 14 points off where? 14 points of fourth. Okay. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant top of the league. Oh. So, to say, because so, it's a lot more. So he gives them three days off so, and, and he comes, in, comes out and says it's, it's his fault for once. Because he's talking about cost of living crisis. That's what he was talking about during the week. Cost of living crisis, mental health of this, mental health of that. One thing I will say, though, like, and like let's get this straight. People who are sending him death threats or his family death yeah, threats need That's to, like, need to take disgusting. a good, hard look at themselves because it's never that deep. And actually, like, yeah, you should never involve people's families. And I feel like in society anyway, we just don't value life. Like, life like, is a gift. So to try and take that gift from somebody is disgusting, or even call for that to be taken is disgusting. However, like, Graham Potter should be criticised, and yes, I would say it is 70% his fault, 30% of the ownership, they need to swallow their pride, swallow their ego, and sack the man, because I don't know one Chelsea fan, actually no, I do, my brother, my brother hasn't, he's not speaking to me the whole day, you know, the way I've been messaging this guy, and he's avoiding me, because he knows (laughs) that I'm right, I've been calling from Potter to go, Ever since, I think, uh, AC Milan, when we won, I was like, he's not good enough. I knew it. You can just know. Can I just challenge a point you made there about 70% Potter, 30% the owners? What about the players? You just called out um, Ziyech. No, because... You just called out Ziyech. Yeah, Ziyech shouldn't be anywhere near the the team, but it's not his fault. Let me tell you why. Chelsea fans who wanted to go out were trying uh, trying trying to convince other Chelsea fans that this team is bad, that this team is this bad. These players are not tenth bad. Mm. They're not tenth yeah. bad. The, but you can see, even the new signings, like when they first come to the club, they're balling. After two training sessions with Potter, they, it's like they don't know how to play football anymore. Look at like look at Modric. Modric was so good against um, Liverpool when he came in. Now he doesn't even know like what he's doing. He looks like Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Like, <laughs> what, what is going on here, man? He's also like, come out to say that he isn't happy at Chelsea. I wouldn't be either if I had to turn around and Already? see. Yeah. If I saw Graham Potter and his assistants, would you be happy? <laughs> they look like honestly, they look like Carl's, car car salesman and the head of PE. <laughs> he, he, he he speaks like a teacher. He doesn't speak like. He looks like he's doing his secondary school team, year eleven, sending them off to the to the, the county the county cup. He doesn't speak like he's a Chelsea manager, and he's trying to gaslight me to think, oh, what he, he's he's not that person. Like, they, listen, like you have to build a rapport with the fans. If you don't build a rapport at Chelsea Football Club, look what happened to Sorry. Look what happened to Benitez. It's not going to end well, brother. Mm, it is not yeah. going to end Even well. Even if you do well, if you don't have that connection with the fans, yeah. And there is nothing. There is nothing for me to hold on to. Like, there's no hope. There is nothing for me to be like, yeah. At least I can see this player's improved. That player's improved. It's so bad. Reese James is looking like training Alexander Arnold. Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> Ella. Wow, wow, Ella, you're gonna take that. You know what? <laughs> it's so bad. I could, like, <laughs> I could come. I could come back. Trent has been poor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Like it's so bad. Not one player. Only Thiago Silva has any 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 decency, and that's because he's one of the best centre backs the game has ever seen. If he wasn't that good, he would also look like a mid table mid table player. I also think I saw comments 
where Potter said um, that look at Arteta. He started off, you you know, quite poorly. You saw an all or nothing. However, he's turned things around. So I think he was trying to say, give it some time. I can turn it around. Yeah, I don't think Arsenal were bad, but they wanted Arteta out that bad. Do you know what I mean? So, so what you're trying to say to me is that he's looked at a reality TV show and has said, he said to himself, "Yeah, this is where." Because he said something like they want they wanted to watch All or Nothing. Listen, you should be on that pitch, on that training pitch doing tactical analysis, not talking about all or nothing. The difference is Arteta was at a top club, even as assistant, came from a top club, went to Arsenal, as you say, they weren't that bad. Like, they were, I think there was like... No, they were bad. Let's not play it down. They weren't... They were like three weeks. Three, for three weeks, they were 16. And then they finished eighth. We're not even going to finish eighth. We're not going to finish in the top half of the, of, the, of the table. He cannot compare himself to Arteta, Klopp or Pep because all of them have a either been at top clubs before they came and 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 had or had proven track records. You are nowhere near those levels. Nowhere near. I actually think he's one of the worst managers in the Premier League currently. Who's that? You in a relegation zone. So some of them don't have managers, right? Okay, so fair enough. But I think he's one of the worst. I don't think he's one of the worst. He's at the wrong club. Yeah, I don't think we can say he's one of the worst because when he was at Brighton, we said he was a good manager. I think he's just one of the worst. He's out of his form. He's just not suited to Chelsea. Yeah. He's not suited for the top, top level. You can see that he can't handle it. He can't handle criticism. He can't handle it mentally. He can't handle the pressure. It is a lot of pressure, let's be fair. It is a lot of pressure. I know where my level is at, but I can, I can tell you right now, I would do a better job than him. Mm, okay. um, I mean, we're not coaches for a reason. Like, we're not coaches. It's probably a really hard job. To beat Chelsea is not hard. It's like apply slight pressure. Just keep on slight pressure and something will happen. They will fold. It's not hard. I remember last season... Um, James Madison, no, last season, under uh, Frank Lampard, his last game, James Madison said they didn't have to prepare that much to beat Chelsea and they beat us 2 0. Do you think they even are even watching video clips of Chelsea? They're probably just like, listen, go out and remember what we said last season, last last week. Yeah, just kind of do that and then you'll be good. Because you can't tell me, like, I, I've, I've, I've watched us. We are not hard to beat. You, we, like, everyone in this room. Let's 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 get together and go and play that Chelsea team. I'm telling you. Oh we'll, come on. We'll win 2-0. Yeah. Oh come on. We will win 2-0. Have oh, <laughs> me and go. I'm not even I'm getting fucked up. We'll, we'll win 2-0. Right. Let's let's hear from Lauren on Tottenham's perspective. Um, I'm happy because Honestly, the last time we beat Chelsea in the league, I was doing my undergraduates at uni. It has been a number of years. Mm. And even, team, everything that you've just said, form, everything, I still don't have confidence going into this game because we always become your team to, to, to get form. It, regardless, there's an inferiority complex um, that the Spurs players have shown in this fixture my whole life. Um, but... Yeah, we, we just got the job done at the end of the day. I agree. You're, you were not difficult to beat. I don't think Spurs were that good. I, I, I don't think we were that good, but we haven't been playing at the level that we know that we can get to, but we didn't really make any mistakes. Um, and obviously... Even uh, if you made mistakes, you still would have won. <laughs> Who's gonna put, who is going to put the ball at the back of the net for Chelsea? You could have made mistakes and you still would have won that game. Okay, f- fair enough. But equally... Um, I know if I, if having a player like Eric Dyer or or Longley or Fraser Forster in your goal, you're still or, or even Oliver Skip in midfield. He's a, he's a young player. You know that your team can are vulnerable, regardless of who you're playing. That there are vulnerabilities in your team. So I'm still going into the match thinking, oh, okay, if we don't play very well or we make too many mistakes, we could be in trouble because we have been in trouble um, at times this season. But yeah, I think. 
we we held it down. We were solid defensively. Chelsea didn't really create anything. Mm. Um, and then when we needed, you know, obviously it's a great sh- strike by Skip, but it's a mistake. I don't know what Enzo thought he was doing, taking the yeah, ball away from Kepa. But, you know, great finish, academy player, first goal, big London derby, happy for him. And that corner routine that we have with Kane, the near post flick on and Kane's at the back post. We scored so many goals this season. We scored that goal at Stamford Bridge um, uh, as well. So, yeah, clean sheet, happy. Um, at this point, we just need to, to keep ticking over and, and be in the hunt for, for top four. But going into this game, because... <laughs> We're so bad in this fixture. I'm thinking, like, if you lot are serious, and and the Spurs players keep telling me how this derby means more more to them than the North London derby, act like it. And I actually think that they they turn up, they were aggressive, um, and yeah, we we just what was that? Job done. I wouldn't say they were aggressive. I wouldn't say I would say they got the job done. I wouldn't say. I think a better team gets a result. Um, I wouldn't so say what did we get. Yeah. No, I mean a better. T- I mean a better Chelsea, like an opposition. Oh, better okay. Chelsea team gets a result. I wouldn't say I was overly, overly impressed with Tottenham. I think that they are very vulnerable, um, but I think it just shows the depths of Chelsea and just how bad we are. I think we we are vulnerable. I mean, Bentancourt is is gone for the rest of the season. Basuma, we don't know if we'll see him. We have three central midfielders. Two of them are teenagers. Like I said, we have Eric Dyer. In, in the defence, we have long leg. We are vulnerable. We're playing Ben Davies at, at left wing back. Emerson, okay, he's found some form. We are vulnerable because indiv- if you look at the Spurs team on paper and you look at the Chelsea team on paper, Chelsea have better individual players with individual qualities. Mm-hmm. So we are always going to be vulnerable in, in those games because, yes, we have so much quality in attack, but uh, in defence, we don't have that quality. So I think we're always going to be vulnerable. We didn't even have a manager today so actually, <laughs> um, I think you know we did we did a good job but at the end of the day it's at this point in the season it's about getting three points I don't care how we win as long as you pick up three yeah. points that that's you know that that's the, the job done yeah let's talk about the red card that was revoked um where ZH I think he intended intended to push push him yeah, and ended up slapping him yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do we think that was a fair decision? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sending him off. I was happy. <laughs> yeah, all the Chelsea players that I wanted to stay on the pitch, it would have been ZX. So, but um, do we understand why the VAR, VAR said it was a red to begin with? I actually don't know what went on. So, the apparently, so the apparently what happened was the ref went to speak to the linesman. The linesman said that he saw uh, like a hit or a punch in the face. And then the VAR said it was ZX. So then he went to red cards game. The VAR said to him in in the earpiece, "I think that you got that wrong. You need to go look at the monitor." And so he looks at the monitor. And basically, as you as you've all seen, or for people who haven't seen it, he goes to push him in his shoulder, clips his shoulder, but then reaches his face mm. accidentally. But yeah, why are you even doing that? Like, just, just go. Like, yeah. first of all, you're literally a, t- a, a twig. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are a twig, and like, just don't get involved. Like, you're not that guy. Yeah, he actually isn't that guy. I don't no, know why he's like that. I just think he's frustrated. He doesn't want to yeah, be there. He, he, he should be in Paris. Look at that. I think PSG are beating Marseille at the moment. That's where he should be. That's where he should, yeah. be. He should be on, on, and on the pitch in his garden. If he's not in Paris, he should definitely not be starting for Chelsea. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he should be starting. I don't think any player that was literally on the brink of leaving should then play because your head's not there mentally. You've really gone to a different place. You don't. You probably don't even care what the club you're at. But technically, Ziek is still a good player. So no, he's a good player. Because his head's just... But his head's not there. His head hasn't been in it for, for a long for time. Exactly. So who should have played over him? Well, you had... Um, is it Maduwaka? Maduweki? Maduweki. He... I think he should have He should have started ahead of him. And I also think Modric. I think that... I don't understand... Aubameyang... <laughs> He came on. No, he came on. Oh. You said that you don't want. You, you said that he, he was not in the Champions League squad. So for, for me, that signals that he's not part of the future. Yeah, of the but club. his words were: he's not in the Champions League squad, but he's still an important player in the squad. This, this is why he's just stopped lying. That's what he's still done. You can't. <laughs> he hasn't even been part of the squad for the last couple of games. So how are you bringing mm. him back in and trying to put him on a pitch, expecting him to do something for you? Mm. This is what I'm saying. Like. 
Potter's mentality, like he's desperate. He has never the squ- made. The squad is too big for him. It's yeah, way too big it's for massive. Him. He's never made a substitution that has actually made a, a, a positive difference. All his subs- How are you bringing on Mount and um, Zachariah to get you a goal? Are you insane? You have you have all of this talent on the bench, and these are two players that you've picked and thought, yeah, yeah, they're going to really do something for me today. Yeah, I guess desperate. Then. Under so much pressure, do you get like? So <sighs> I don't know. I, I think I think he's trying to keep everybody happy. So and that's it just feels like it's not consistent. It's weird because you, you mentioned Sari, and like he always used to make the same subs. It was like Barkley for whoever it was. He would make the same subs every single game, and yeah. I think Potter's trying to keep people happy, bringing them into the squad. But equally, how do you expect all of those new players to learn how to play he when they're playing with different people? He every needs time? to focus on the task at hand. Mm. And keeping the players happy is not like keeping the players happy that I'm not going to be at the club is not the task at hand. And you, it, like, I know, but he can't. That, he can't. That he he is, is, yeah, that's and that's why he's not a top class manager. Because um, Loki, like, if there's no harmony in the dressing room and players are not happy, think, that affects. That makes it- it makes things worse. Exactly. These, these are, he's got so many. Ronaldo at United. No, this is excuses, man. These are excuses. A top manager makes it work. A top top class manager makes but it work. He's not. A top he's not. So he can. Yeah, go. he's literally. This is work experience, it essentially. Is. Go yeah. back. To I think Brian. he skipped a club. Like there should have been a club in the yeah, middle. Before Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. The, the thing, thing is, he, he turned. Um, when we sat Mourinho, he turned down the offer from Spurs. We wanted him because we're a project club and he's a project manager. Oh, well, and it would have been a, a good, you know, stepping stone yeah. to come to a bigger club but where the expectation exactly. is for you to win, you know, trophies exactly. every season. Yeah, um, I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's made the jump is too big. Okay. It's yeah. a proper mismatch because Chelsea are just they want immediate success like Trump. They're so used to it. Everything. He went to the thing is, but you guys are spoiled in that with such I, a shit. I, I think Chelsea fans right now are very ready for a project. They are. No, they're not. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. No, listen, listen they are ready for a project with the right manager. Okay. And that manager was Thomas Tuchel. If, if Thomas Tuchel was given this, the same, like, the same circumstances, I'm talking about for January as well, I think, I think the reaction would have been different. But, but Potter's but, not the guy. He's not the right guy to take on the project that Chelsea need him to take on. But you, you, Tuchel would have been given the time by the Chelsea fans because he's already won the Champions he's, yeah. League. Yeah. He's already had immediate yeah. success. Exactly. So but now he, that's he gets, why but even someone of his quality, <laughs> even someone of his quality. No, no. no. Chelsea, I think Lauren's right in saying that because if you hadn't won anything that first season and then the second season went the way it yeah, did, it wouldn't okay, have been positive. Yeah. Someone yeah. of that quality, I'm talking about someone of that quality, someone who's Chelsea's quality. Chelsea fans, I'm telling you now, are ready for the project, but they're not ready for a project with someone who's on work experience. It's that's not the that's not the thing. So, what managers out there do you think can give you that? What you're looking for? <laughs> okay, I personally think right, you get rid of Tuchel. This is not going to be popular, and I'm not capping. I'm very serious. You get rid of Tuchel. I would have Emma Hayes as interim until the end of the Sorry, season. Sorry, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? I would have Emma Hayes as interim. At the so, end so of what are Chelsea women supposed to do? No, no, but but Emma Hayes has has missed part of the season and they're still winning. She can't manage two teams. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's no, too she much work. She needs to manage two teams. The person. No, that she's they saying have... they should get a new manager. Okay. While... Yeah, oh, no, the no, women's team should just get the Champions League, forget the WSL, forget the FA Cup. To be honest, Chelsea women basically won the WSL. I think. So you think Emma Hayes can come in? I think, and the reason why I say Emma Hayes, and I think I'll probably even get cooked, but. The reason why I say Emma Hayes is that Emma Hayes understands. I've seen videos, I've seen how she talks. She has still her analytical yeah, brain. She understands what it means to be a Chel- what it means to be at a club like Chelsea. She understands the mentality that is needed. And I can't see anyone else like an interim manager that's gonna come in and, and do that thing for the end of the season. And then you give yourself time to go try and get yourself a Hansi Flick or Zidane or Enrique or or Pochettino or you kind of feel them well, out. You, you will take Poch. Obviously, <laughs> oh, wow. I think yeah. I think I'm fooling you, know. Wow. I think Chelsea Potter is not your level. Exactly. In my opinion, Potter is not our level. And Potter has already seen, like he's as you said, as you said, you, you're um, he's already seen that project at Tottenham, but with better players. I think uh, and I, I also would say on Potter, he would have learned from the experience at PSG because PSG was too big of a jump for him and he's what yeah, he exactly. went through at PSG mm-hmm. Potter is going but I feel Chelsea. like that same experience he had at PSG could, it, he could almost replicate at Chelsea because no. it's, it's the expectations it. that Chelsea are really high he will no, I, don't I, I don't agree with that I, all you, the, 
listen, Thomas Tuchel isn't coming back because that would obviously, I would love for him to, to, for him to come back, but he's not coming back. So realistically, you need to go for what else is out there on the market. Hansi Flick, I think he probably wants to do the Euro. Enrique, is he the right fit? Potentially, but I don't know if he speaks English. Pochettino knows the league. He understands the league. He can develop young players. And he also, in my opinion... Chelsea, he's waiting for Conte to leave. He wants to come back to Spurs. He's not going to Chelsea. Oh, does he? Yeah. Mm. I think Spurs is a good I, fit for him. Think the guy's still unemployed. He's, wait, he's, wait, he's waiting to come back to Spurs. I, I, I saw he was interested in West Ham. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Do that. He wouldn't. Do that. He's, he's not going to drop his standards. Chelsea's so, a step up, but I think he's waiting for the Spurs job. So, yeah. so out of those managers that you mentioned, who would be like your top pick? Mm. I'll go for Poch. That's really wow, surprising. Really I'm actually quite Poch. surprised. I'll what, never, in the I'll month, never, like, I'll, Chelsea, I'll never speak on that man again. <laughs> We're in the mud. How are you saying that it's surprising? Because, like, I remember when United fans... I remember when United fans were calling for Poch. I was on the same podcast saying, hell no, let's not do that. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And then he went PSG and that happened. And I was like, you guys see, like, it's just... It's too much pressure. Like, he was really good at at Spurs, but at Chelsea, I just can't see it. He would do a better job than Potter, and that's what I'll take right now. Yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah, because it's, it's really not hard the, to but beat. That, but yeah, exactly. That, but that's what I'm basing it on. Who's going to come in and do a bit of... A bit what of about Zidane? Zidane doesn't, doesn't want... He wants to France draw. Yeah, but Deschamps extended, so unless he wants to be unemployed for the next for three to four years, yeah. he may as well take a job. Honestly, I think he only takes Juventus, but they're in the mud or the France draw. I don't think he... Apparently, he doesn't have any interest... He doesn't speak English, that's all. And I don't think he has any interest in coming to the Premier League. Otherwise, I would consider him, but I don't know whether I, I don't know whether Chelsea would be the right fit for him. I can see him at like Manchester United, mm-hmm. not necessarily at Chelsea. Let's clock and let's clock get sacked. Then Ella already told us the other episode. I think it was like a month ago. She said everyone goes before Klopp goes. Honestly, so Klopp can go. I don't care. On that note, let's move on to Liverpool. Um, that Crystal Palace game yesterday, how did it go? Um, you know what? When I looked at the lineup, I just thought, first, no Nunes. And this season without Nunes is always a drag. Yeah, what and happened to him? Like, I had him in my FPL and yeah, I was really disappointed. You told me to captain him, Ella. Oh, you told me to captain him. I saw the team sheet. I said, where's he? Where's he? I didn't realise he was actually playing with injections against Real Madrid and he was he's still the one that put the most effort in and ran up. Why didn't he get more injections? I don't know, but I think he really hurt because he went off, so I think he made it much worse or something. So I don't know. So, yeah, every game that Nunes hasn't played, we've always looked very blunt up top. And, again, this was the problem in the game. We, we started well-ish, and that's compared to our standards, like, because we've been conceding in the first 10 minutes in a lot of away games, and it's just put us on the back foot. So we started well till about the, f- the 15th minute, and then Trent made that mistake where he passed back. And from there, you could just see the confidence of the team just went down. This, it's yeah, it's long because I mean we started with a midfield of Milner, Henderson, and Cater, and you're just thinking twenty twenty three. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, what kills me? I watched the pundits. They kept going, "Oh, this is a really good midfield for Liverpool to start yes. with." Oh, because it's got experience. After they got battered by Real Madrid, it's about having the right you know personalities. So you so that you have a midfield that's not going to run. It's it's not going to do anything. I don't really understand why the I I don't I, the whole narrative around the game. I just I, if I was what's his name um, Bajetic or the young one. Yeah, I don't understand yeah, yeah. why he didn't play again. You know what? He in, he shouldn't with his energy against Real Madrid. He didn't have a great game, and in my opinion, he should have been brought off to be but, protected. But most people don't have good games. I know, I know, but he was really like struggling, like really struggling, and he's a young kid, and you're thinking just bring Cater on someone with a bit more experience in these games. So I wasn't surprised that Klopp just rested him because he's been playing like every single game and he's still 18 years old. And you're thinking, at what point did you think he should have come on and won a good game when he was 2 new up or when he was... <laughs> <laughs> no, who, what do you mean, by Chetich come off? Yeah. I thought he should have come off at half-time. 
So was that when you two two? Oh, two two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, just got back. Anyway, we're not talking about religion because that's yeah. just, that's just really <laughs> but we can't if you want to. Well, yeah, no, he's not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I wasn't surprised he didn't start. But then you're looking at Milner, Hendel, and Case, and you're just thinking. Is this happening? Is this our squad? But Hayton was lucky to be on the pitch. But at the end of the day, time. who put them there? Who put them there? Clock. This is this. The problem is our squad depth is just so bad. And yeah, Clock put them on the pitch. But you're thinking, who else can play? And this goes back to the summer where we should have got a midfielder. And what's so annoying about this season is Liverpool have been either proactive or reactive. People just sorted this problem out in January. We had a whole World Cup yeah. break to think, okay, we started badly. We clearly need a midfielder. And they come out with nothing. And you're surprised. I'm not, I'm not surprised. I, I mean, thought Klopp said that he didn't need a midfielder. He, he says stuff like that all the time. He brought that one on loan that got injured. Oh, yeah. Is he still there? He's yeah. playing What's his name? Arthur. Yeah, he's playing for the under 21s because he's trying to build his oh, fitness. Oh, he's trying to build minutes. Oh, okay. So because he's been out for four months. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's just like, Klopp says weird things. Like, we don't really yeah. know the truth. We don't know if it's Klopp's stubbornness. I don't think he can be that stubborn that he's just silly and thinks, nah. We don't need a midfielder because you can clearly see we do. I think it's more FSG. No, but he is, money. he's essentially backing their decision by saying these things, this is which isn't a good look. It's not, it's frustrating, but I'm thinking, what's the benefit of him going against the owner's going to do? I'm, no, I'm but sometimes sure. you've got to put your foot down. Otherwise, you you're know, just not going to get what you, you need. But you know what? He said this, what, two or three years ago when... Remember that season when we had, like, no yeah, centre I remember. He yeah. said it would be nice, and he never says this, never says anything. He said it would be nice if we got a centre-back. And they waited till Matip broke down on the last day to get Kabak and some... And then Davis, you never saw a minute. Oh, that the, guy that come from, like, Swansea He never played. He never yeah. played a minute. And you could see Klopp was not happy with those two because we ended up with... Um, Phillips and Reese Williams at the end of the season. And it's- Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Just like... I don't know how how much more Klopp can go against the owners without without it being a bit of a a tough situation. In my opinion, this is the most key transfer window under FSG because they're not selling the club. They're committed, as they said, but it's it's a massive rebuild job. Massive. Personally, if I was Klopp, right, I'll put my foot down, give me what I need, or I'm walking. That is that's just it. I would walk. Because how long can this go on for? Hopefully just... a, a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be in a mud with us. It can't, it can't <laughs> we're, we're definitely... No, they're it. creeping up the table. You're still 10th. Because I think Klaus has done so much for Liverpool. So surely if he put his foot down, this it would be the worst thing ever. Like, he's so respected. The, fan. like, he he will will the, fan. the fans will back him. You know but he's just, he's just not that kind of guy. He's just a nice guy. And I'm just like... He's a nice guy. No, no, no. When it comes... He's shining those teeth. I don't think Klaus is a nice guy. I think he's a I think he's a I'm a bit surprised he's not done a lot more and spoken to a lot more because 
when he's ready to complain, yeah. not, not complain yeah, for exactly. days. Oh, the grass is too long. He's all yeah. 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 I mean, so that's why I'm a little Look, he's very that. protective of his, of his little, if, of his Liverpool. Okay. But he's he is a nice man. I, I wouldn't that. say he's a nice man. To you, why not? I'm being serious. Like I've seen him post matches, yeah, post match, because and the way he speaks to reporters is disgusting. Oh, I, I don't know. I can't. That. I actually don't that's, like. <laughs> I don't like that. yeah. That's fair, but as I said, it's because people are coming for his little Liverpool, his players, because he's very protective over them. And and I agree, he can be snappy sometimes. I think he's just quite player. emotional sometimes. He's just very yeah. emotional. Yeah, I think he's quite emotional. emotional. I think that's what sparks the. <laughs> but he he should use that emotion and challenge it to yeah, um, challenge the right um, back him like as I said, it's very difficult to see. Is it Klopp not wanting players, or is it FSG not giving him the funds? I'm sure no he wants players. Not want players. Yeah, this is the thing because I know it's FSG, but Klopp again is saying all these things are you know oxy. How you can't get enough of players. But if he if he keeps like, saying these things, then backing them yeah, in the public, yeah, yeah. Oh, he needs to stop lying. Do you, do you right, he needs to stop lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a tough one, but. We just have to ride this season out. And Do you still have hope with the way things are going? Because out of the last three games, you you haven't you've been better, shall we say? You know what? The Premier League going in the Premier League. Let's clarify. Same, 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 Because um, in terms of top four, we're not a million miles behind. We've got yeah, two, five points. So we're so we're two games behind Tottenham. With nine points and we're nine points behind, so two games in hand, nine points behind. So we're not a million miles away. But we have two games in hand. Yeah, yeah. So oh, doesn't sound that bad. It's not that bad, which kind of just shows the levels, the, the levels of um, the league this season from like fifth to I don't know fifteenth. It's just. Not 15th, don't keep it. Fifteenth. That's a fifth, by the way, not fifth. Yeah, so it's not. We're not a million miles away, but. I don't know. The the main problem with Liverpool has been been giving so many chances away, and with our high risk football and us not performing it to the way we can, we become one of the easiest teams to play against. I mean, you should have lost yesterday to Palace. If if Palace had any ounce of clinicalness about them, and they I don't think zero, they had any shots on target. Like, yeah, they, so, but they got they got into good positions and good chances, yeah, and a better team. I mean, but that's Palace would have, would have punished Liverpool head yeah. yeah. conceding five goals at Anfield midweek. I, so, I feel like we were unlucky. No, but it's true. Palace, if if Palace actually had some good decision makers, like if Schulop was making good decisions, if Mateta was making good decisions, um. They would, they would have beaten you yesterday. But I, I feel like that's the same with us because we got into good positions. I mean, Henderson blocked Trent's guaranteed free kick going into the top corner. It's just like... What's that about? Yeah, so... Why are you playing? <laughs> it's just like, that kind of just sums up us up. We're just a bit... We're just very shaky and very... I don't know. We're just not on it at the moment. And as I said, with Nunes being out, whenever he doesn't play, we're just, we're just flat up front. It's just like, Jota played yesterday, but he... He hasn't seen minutes properly in months because he got injured in November against yeah, City. So it's like Diaz back yet? No, Diaz is going to make a difference. Yeah, but I, I also think is Liverpool are one Allison injury away from tumbling back down the table because he, you know what? he stops you, know what? you guys conceding as, as, as many goals as Keller is very good. To be fair, I think he's quite good. Yeah, good and he's got a good penalty record. No, no, if Allison was injured, then. They'll be okay. Okay, it won't make a difference. Good, no, but he, I, I played against it's Chelsea make a big and we beat you in the cup you, final. You didn't beat us, you beat us in penalties. That's the still beat you. That's still to the trophy hole. Technically, that was a draw. I mean, Kelleher scored his penalty and Kepler didn't. So that's what I'm saying. We still won. And he still performed well. Hopefully, he can perform in the Europa League next season. Well, you never know. We can still make Champions League now. When was the last time Liverpool were in the Europa League? Uh, oh, first season. Thursday? I don't know why I'm thinking so, it. So, it's when you're in the That might be Liverpool's fate. Oh, Arsenal back there soon, too. You know what? Whether we, whether we make top four, whether we fin- wherever we finish, we just need massive investment. And mm. you know what? If we don't make top four, FSG will use that, I think, as an excuse not to spend. And 
So always, even when you won the league, they didn't spend. So this is, at this, this point, is the thing, because journalists come out and say, um, they say, oh, Liverpool's transfer budget will be not completely if we don't make Champions League, but we're spending like 30 million. And it's like, we've spent hardly anything, whether we've been in the Champions League or not. So I thought it was the Coutinho money was still coming to me. <sighs> the Coutinho money <laughs> left ages ago, which is why we're not spending any money. But Do you think finish, finishing fifth or below will have an impact on the targets that you have, i.e. the likes of Bellingham? No. Bellingham apparently is only agreed personal terms. I think, Bellingham, I think Bellingham just wants a project. And I think he'd be willing to come to Liverpool. I just don't know if we'd be able to afford him. He should come, United. And they're saying he's being valued at 150. That's Ooh. the thing. We've never, I've never seen FSG spend, that spend this type of money without selling. Like, I don't even know. That's Chelsea's fault, though. It's because of Enzo. If Chelsea, if Chelsea didn't buy Enzo for that much money, they I wouldn't be... I think it's be... also because of Grealish. Because oh, yeah. in economies of scale of English players, if Grealish yeah. is at 100 as well, let alone Enzo, mm. then, then Bellingham is 150. And it's not just you. Yeah. We, need, we need about four or five players here. Like We need a whole new midfield. I'm not even joking, a whole midfield. Not, what about Fabinho? Hmm. About ten years in that su- in the summer. It's, it's, I wouldn't <laughs> sell him. I wouldn't sell him. But his legs are gone, and it's di- it's difficult to say because this season it's very difficult to say whether he's done or whether it's just form form. But you guys are mm-hmm. linked with Mount. Yeah, <laughs> apparently we want Mount. No offense, but he's better than what they have currently. Anyone but, is better. Than but if you, cut, if you, I think it'd be interesting to see whether you get if you if you can get both Mount and Bellingham. Yeah. So I don't think Mount is going to, even though he's got one year left, I think he'll be cheap. I do not think he's going to be cheap. No, he's going to be minimum fifty. This yeah. is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, fifty would be a good price. I don't know where all this money is coming from, honestly. You're going to get investment though between not not obviously they've come out so they're not selling, mm. but in terms of the investment and the injection of cash ahead of the summer. Is that looking likely or? I don't know. John Henry said they're looking, but I don't believe a word that someone says. I'm sorry. He said, he said, you know, we're going to spend, spend, spend after. I think it was after we won the Champions League. He said, well, we're going to invest in the squad. He just brought Harvey Elliott and Adrian. I was just like, I don't believe a word this guy says. <laughs> so Adrian's still there? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Adrian is still there. And, and yeah. There's a lot of a lot to be done with the squad. A lot. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but yeah, it's a big job. And centre back as well. Everyone said the, the, the you know when when Van Dijk came back, ooh, the Liverpool would start defending, but ooh. it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not even. It's not even individual. It's just a team thing because okay, Van Dijk because Van Dijk I thought had a decent performance yesterday, but it's like whoever plays next to him, Gomez, Matip, it's like. Do you think he had a decent performance against Real Madrid? Who, Van Dijk? It's okay. He was in the worst. Okay, he's been in the best at shit five. Yeah, but I, I, I put that more to more to Gomez than I do to, Matt, to Van Dijk. It was the whole team. It was the midfield. It was... Anyway, we're not talking about Real Madrid. No, no, can we just, like, you know, the reverse fixture's coming up in about two weeks. Like, do you think... What, for it... Madrid? Yeah. Well, you might as well not go. Whoa. Well, you, you're going to have to go. Do you think you're going to lose? <laughs> you have to get the play. You can't forfeit the fixture. We have to play, but we're not going to... I know it's, it's a pointless game. So there's literally nothing for Liverpool fans to look forward to this season. Mm. Getting knocked out, Champions League, the league, you're struggling to even make sixth place, like... You don't think they can win back? What was it? Was it 2019? Was it against Barca? I'm chatting about you, you think Real Madrid are going to concede four at the, no, the, the Bernabeu? No response. It's I'm not just... even that. It's the way we performed at Anfield and how. But you weren't bad at Anfield but, initially. No, initially. But initially. It was the mentality. Was as long. soon as Vinicius scored the two-one, it was the mentality drop, and it was just like, how can how can we go to Madrid and? And try to get anything if that's the way they capitulate. Mm. It's one of those famous Anfield nights, yeah. European nights <laughs> under the lights. It was it was a nightmare. 
I feel like if you do not get top four this season, mm-hmm. next season it's going to be even worse because you're going to struggle to make top four again while still true. being in the Europa League. So you're just going to be out of the top four for the foreseeable. That's not true. I don't, I don't think so. As yeah, I but said, other clubs will come back though. Chelsea will come that's back. That's what I was going to say. So. But that's, that's the point. There's going to be other clubs better than Liverpool. Season, I, think about, I think he'll survive to the summer and then they'll get rid of him. It's just about the investment and the players. Because I believe in Klopp. Klopp's a fantastic manager. Like, as I said. I it doesn't look everyone. like it at the moment. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But there's, <laughs> there's only some. I, and I agree. There's been some very strange decisions from Klopp. Especially his in-game management being very poor but when you look at the squad he has it's clearly not good enough and there's only so much you can do with the same players i mean you look at that lineup yesterday how many players have been there for five six years hearing the same thing over and over and over again okay but based on on your current crop of players do you think your seventh place players or seventh place team exactly so we should compete we should be competing for top four and numerically we're not out of it but yeah he is underperforming for sure, he's underperforming. Um, uh, Klopp's a stubborn man. He has a, a way that he wants to play, and that's kind of what I criticise him for. The players clearly cannot run, especially the midfielders, mm-hmm. the most important part of a Klopp team, cannot run. So why are we setting up in a way where we still have to maintain that same standards? Because as I said, if we're not on it, we're the easiest team to play against. The yeah, easiest. Yeah, that stubbornness is really, is really beating me. This season, I'm not gonna lie, really beating me. I think, I think Liverpool will run it close. What do you mean by run it close? Oh, you think I'm not gonna find one? Yeah, no. Obviously, before I was, I was joking, but I think actually, no, I think they will run it close. I personally disagree because I think Tottenham will have it in the bag. I don't know. I'm I think they have it in the bag. The thing is, right, Tottenham don't always... At Anfield as well. So that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, but you're not going to win that. It's not necessarily a bogey. The, yeah, but the, we the two rounds where we turn up at the Etihad and Anfield, we don't turn up when we have to go to the Emirates and the Sanford Bridge, but we will turn up when we go to Anfield. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm yeah. not saying we're going to win. We very but... rarely lose at Anfield. As I said, I think it's like one in 40. Some, some ridiculous, ridiculous stat. Like, we're still decent at home. And I think... I think, as I said, the 2021 season where it didn't look like we, we were going to finish in the top four and we just won six games in a row and finished third. Yeah, Liverpool can do something like that, but it's looking very iffy. I don't know. It, it's hard to call, but I agree with Timo. I think we'll be there and thereabouts, but whether we make top four or not, it's tough to call at the moment. So does that mean you think that like the likes of Fulham and... and Newcastle. Yeah, they're, they're just going to fall away. Mm-hmm. Because I actually think we we have this conversation about top four and then we're speaking about all oh, Spurs and Liverpool and then we're forgetting the teams yeah. in between us. Do you know that actually it's going to require them to those drop teams points to also too. to drop yeah. points. But Newcastle are already dropping yeah. points. I think they drew like four of the last five and then we beat them. So they're dropping points, which is why we're even in the conversation. Because we yeah. shouldn't be in the conversation this season. We just haven't been good enough. But we still find us, ourselves... Nine points behind you with two games in hand. And it's like, we still have something to go for. And I think playing, not being in Europe, because it would take more than a miracle to turn it around against Real Madrid. Playing once a week. Yeah, Yeah. to be fair, I think the we same should, with, with yeah. Spurs. If we drop out the Champions League, that will help us. So, I can't um, say the same well. for Chelsea. <laughs> 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 All right, let's move on to United. Mariam, you were live and direct at Wembley. How was that game? Um, I just want to say first of all, you cannot live the truth. <laughs> hey. So much than hug. Um, um, whatever I thought it was going to be, I think it was that. So I had like I was so worried before in that I thought. You yeah, know, a lot of United fans were worried. Was what was that about? I wasn't, I wasn't pessimistic. That. Like I wasn't pessimistic as some, but I was worried in that I know that this season we haven't beaten Newcastle. I think a few of the top six teams haven't beaten Newcastle, so I just thought I don't concede that much as well. So I thought, mm. but Carrius was in the goal. Yeah, but look, we only scored two anyway in the end. Do you know what I mean? But even that didn't give me feel me of confidence, and I just think maybe it was PTSD kicking in a little bit. Yeah, I think it was PTSD from previous seasons. We've yeah, lost finals so. before. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think in the in the first half, especially the first ten minutes, I think we were quite bad. Yeah. And then the first thirty cards, minutes. Yeah, first we were pretty bad, and then I think the Lotto card didn't help either. And I was really worried about that because it's like he loves to pick up a yellow card in big games or like yeah, really big games, and sometimes that throws off the rest of the team. But I mean, we managed to kind of ride the storm. 
And um, I just thought one thing's for sure that some of the boys are really tired. Like this is not me making any excuses. Mm. Right no, now, yeah. But they're tired. I'm looking at them. Like even when it got to like you know the second half, I'm thinking, okay, can we not push for that third goal? I just want to rise and I just want yeah. to shout. And I'm like, where's this? Where's this third goal coming from? But it was there like were so many counter attacks, yeah. but they were just lackluster. Yeah, they were lackluster. Yeah. I didn't end up end as anything but I think Newcastle were more I think they played pretty well especially in the first yeah. half they were more composed than us I think they were more organised that midfield was very our midfield was very shaky in the first half it was it was really scary and I think they did really well I think they can you know be proud but you know talent always prevail and um, <laughs> yeah so once um, the first goal went by Casemiro and I just thought okay yeah that gave me hope and then the second one and I thought okay yeah like can relax nearly, yeah I can relax a bit we're nearly there so when it was half time I think I was pretty chilled um and even second half I don't know you could even say maybe we were arguably a little bit worse than the first half but yeah again, I, I think thought, Newcastle came out so much more in the second half yeah they did they did um and but actually you know what we've got the two goal cushion I think we've got the two goal cushion so um yeah this should help us but um Overall, yeah, I don't think we're amazing, but we did the job. We really need, it's been five and a half years. It feels good to want something again. And I just feel like this is so good for like the rest of our season. Beating Barca in the same week that we win the Carabao Cup. I think it's, I I think it's massive momentum-wise. I, I saw a lot of United nice. fans having doubts that um, they would win those two games. Yeah, so. I, can't, I, can't, I was like, wow. I was like, surely it's too good to be true. Like, we've got to pick one. I said, if I have to pick one, I'll pick the Carabao Cup final. I just, I just can't. But I'm so happy that they've won both. And I think, yeah, the momentum is going to be, I think it should give us a lot of momentum going forward. I'm really happy for Ten Hag as well. I think he deserves that. He's done an amazing job yeah. for six months, especially considering the way our season started. I had no hope. I wasn't thinking about, oh, we're going to be in a final in February. Not at all. So credit to him because he's really helped to turn this team um, around. And I just think, even for the players, I think silverware's addicted. Like now you've got one. Even at the end of the game, was like, I want another trophy. Yeah. I people will say, Oh, you know, they've taken I think the hate haters will hate, you know, we've got the raging haters and you know, they're already taking the mick out of the Carabao Cup. But it's something like do you know what I mean? It's something yeah. moving forward. And I think, yeah, we've got so many winners in the team as well. They're so extent and really experienced players as well. So um I think You know what I found particularly good. shameless? Yeah. When Harry Maguire came on. And then, why did he make the decision that he wanted to hold the trophy with Bruno? Um, he hasn't captained the team. He hasn't led the um, team anywhere. Yeah, I wasn't really sure about that, but I thought, you know what, well, whatever. Like, at least, Stop when it got to it, they both... Come captain, but let's be realistic. Terry put on his full kit, including <laughs> socks, to lift that trophy. Well, well, so, can I just say something about um, your manager? I think he's amazing. And I think so I. that is the yeah. reason why I don't think... Not to go back to Chelsea, but I think Chelsea's blueprint should be Manchester United and not Arsenal. Because I think as club wise we're more similar to you guys in terms of the money, in terms of in terms of expectations. But I think he's done an amazing job. And especially particularly last season where people were saying that this club this this squad was trash. Yeah, but so I don't think the squad was ever trash though. A lot of Manchester United fans thought this squad. Yeah, no, we, we thought a lot of individual players were trash. trash. And, yeah. and and I he's taken but he's taken them and he's made them into a team that no one wants to face. Yeah, I don't think yeah no, he's done an incredible job. To be fair, we also did get reinforcements such as Casemiro. Casemiro selling the Varane, Casemiro, where would you keep them? But I think the majority of that squad mm-hmm. is still the squad that Ole had. Mm-hmm. And actually, like, there is this, there are definitely players there that he's made way better. That's true. But also, mm-hmm. at the same time, some of these players did perform well under Ole for a period, yeah, i.e. Yeah, Delo. There's periods that he played well. Luke Shaw, periods where he Rashford played well. So it was like, it was just up and down. It wasn't like... But I think last season, though, I remember, like, Manchester United fans were to get rid of, like, half the squad. Yeah, we were fed up of the whole... We were just fed up of everything. Yeah, everyone was really fed up. And when it gets to the point where you don't even think the players are trying, I think it was that point where it was just like, okay, get rid of everyone. Like, I've had enough kind of thing. But I don't think truly they want everyone to... The foundation of the squad is there, which I think... Yeah, The the fact that he's been able to... Because he's just implemented, you know, like a tactical system and and way of playing and ideas to players where the foundation of the squad was there. Yeah. But he's done a phenomenal job to take you know we were it's not that long ago we were sat here laughing when United got slapped 4-0 by Brentford yeah you're not laughing and obviously no you won a trophy and you look and think that United squad under Ten Hag is just going to kick on like they're they are back yeah. I know Timo you always joke about it but no they, United are back <laughs> okay, but I think are. but I also think like why I'm so impressed is that he had someone like Ronaldo there and he was willing to be like look 
you're gone. That's yeah. when he got all my respect, by yeah. the way. Because yeah. I those That's are the type of people I like. Much. Like you need to like forget about big player, all of this stuff. Yeah. If you believe that that person's not added to the team, exactly. drop them. And he yeah. had the balls to do it. But even Harry Maguire, he's... Right? Because yeah. last season, it, it, was, like, it was a power struggle between the two of them. And he's basically like, you both can go. Because yeah. none, neither of you are good enough. Exactly. And I respect, I, I respect yeah. it yeah. a lot. And I, I think really that's do. been a massive part of our turnaround, knowing he had to drop certain players. Like, deep our centre-back partnership was Maguire and Lindelof. Yeah. And the difference between them and Varane and Martinez is like, and also he had all the pundits criticizing him yes and he went he didn't care what anyone said he didn't shake um yeah i think um he's gonna do a great job at united long may continue just for the investment but um do you think he's been the best manager post fergie era 100 percent. yeah i think in terms of um his ideas tactically what we look like um and our style of play um i think it's quite clear um, Mourinho. Mourinho. What it, was Mourinho's? Didn't you finish second with you guys? And he won. And he did he the advert. No, no, no. Yeah, he won the Europa the, League as well. That was the United's last trophy was Mourinho's. Yeah, yeah Europa you. League and the Carabao Cup as well. Yeah. I'm finished second. But that's the only that, person I mean, we would compare ETH to. But I think ETH is a better manager. Yeah, I think than... he's a better coach. Yeah, I don't think Mourinho. Yeah. Oh, it's um, okay, Mourinho replying I, to all those trophies that he's won in his career. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think Mourinho, as we saw, Mourinho always wants players that are already, you know, ready made and I mean I will not forget that Mourinho what he said about Rashford. So how can he be what the did best? He, say about, what, what did he, he basically said Rashford's not that guy. I thought he said he's not centre forward. I thought that was the comment. Mm. And and to be fair, in in you making the comment that oh Mourinho always wanted ready made players, Ten Hag got Casemiro in the summer and look at the difference in the team. That's a ready made player. Yeah, but so, I think I still think but I still think look at what he look what he did at Ajax as well. I just still think even with young players, I still think he'd be able to see it through as Mourinho. I just don't Anyway, yeah. I didn't think his man management was great either. There's a lot of things I didn't like about his talent. Oh, so are we saying that Mourinho didn't have the patience to develop talent anyway? Like no, young talent. Right. Yeah, Whereas Ten Hag has Yeah. See, I feel like Ten Hag is football. Yeah, but I just don't I think we should call it out that United of this season, it's even the difference they had in Varane in defence. He was bought as a ready-made winner with how many Champions Leagues? So this, he was you know, also, he was it's not just about season. player development. You still have to, you still have to buy ready-made players yeah, to make your you team do. You need a few in the team, especially yeah. those that experience, those that are winners. Like, we've got winners in this team. You can yeah. see it. Like, even the way Casemiro would gas up the crowd today, like, that's a winner. Like, you know what I mean? Same with Varane. But, I still think that, like, we can give them, you know, we can we can acknowledge the fact that we have ready-made things, mm. but I still think Ten Hag would still do a good job, even if we wouldn't be where we are now. I think even if we didn't have Ten Hag and Casemiro and we had, um, I don't know who else, whoever else it would have been. Um, I still Lindelof. Um, yeah, Lindelof. You know, I, I, I think, still think Ten Hag would... will go on to surpass Mourinho, but I don't yeah. think he's done it yet. Off no, the back no, of one no, no, he's not done it yet. Uh, I, just prefer yeah. I think he, he, there's still potential to do it. The um, season's not over. Yeah. So if he won, yeah, exactly. if he, for example, won a second trophy, then yeah. he's leveled it out. Do you think you guys going to win the league? No one's talking about the league. Because remember, our expectation in the beginning was top four. You're sounding awful like Manchester, like Arsenal. Um, no, I'm not. Look at how we started our season, yeah? Look at how we started our season. Arsenal fans had gone on a run from the beginning, from August. Even even now, they're still saying, oh, we're just trying to forget that now. Like, that's it's different. <laughs> it's completely different with us. Like, you know I mean? But you're in the conversation for a second, though. Like, you're in the conversation. I wouldn't rule it out. No, 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 we're not a million miles behind, but I'm just saying in terms Seven of like, I mean, if we get there, if we happen to get in, um, get in the mix, then yeah, it's okay. on. What what points will it take behind Arsenal where you think, okay? Mm. Two points two with point no games two. in hand. Yeah, two yes. Two, two points. Two. Yeah. Maybe three points. A title race is, a title no, race is five, even seven. I would say it's a three-way title seven, race at the moment. No, seven's not it's, I think, yeah. I, But the only thing I would No, we're eight points behind them currently. I think eight is quite a bit. Okay, if it was five. Do you still have to play each other? Hmm? Do you still have to play each other? No, it's done. That's yeah, we play them yeah, first. Yeah, but the one thing I will say is an injury to Rashford, Casemiro. Let's stop or, talking about about that. Varane, the world to, to be fair, we had Casemiro out for three games. Exactly. Didn't he look great in those three games? We okay. still, we still had results. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
No, the wheels could come off. But, but, then, but it's Varane, the same for all of our teams in, in the exactly. control. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah. Arsenal. Even yeah. Arsenal. If certain players not get injured, it's the same. <laughs> you, you, you lot don't have wheels. Every team has players where if they're removed from a team, of course the standard is going to drop dramatically. It's just one of those things. That doesn't take away from the fact that, you know, we're still doing all right. Um, the title race is we're not saying that. Anyway, and Marion, what other trophy would you want United to win? I really want the FA Cup, but I also want the Europa League. Right, but just three of them. Let's just have three of them. It would. I mean, it'd be incredible if we could win another two. But I don't know if I had to pick. Um, if I had to pick, I don't know. You know, guys, I don't know what it is about the FA Cup that. Do you, really, know? Do you know what it is? I think it's because everyone keeps taking the piss out of the Carabao Cup and it's jarring me because mm. it's every day. It's a it's a baby cup or it's a mini it cup. It's called the milk cup. It used to be called the milk cup. Come on. Okay, but guess what we want it. It always goes good with something else. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is why at least we've heard of something. I guess either one. I can't like even if we win just one more trophy, it's still massive. It's a massive yeah. achievement. I wasn't so, expecting do it. Do you have confidence against? Because you said that you think the squad's tired, and obviously, yeah. midweek West Ham. Which shout out Philippa, she's not here, but West Ham actually won a game. I know. <laughs> um, but they look like maybe they've they found form, and obviously you've got Liverpool next week. Is it a case of maybe one has to be sacrificed? Not that it has to be sacrificed, but players have to be rested. Yeah, players do. Literally, at this point, I know Tim Hunt doesn't really mean maybe he's not a fan of, like, heavy rotation and stuff like yeah. that. He wants to win. Like, he's literally, he just wants to win every game. But I don't know. Next week's a hard, it's a hard week. Um, I'd, I'd say really for West tired. Ham, maybe rest Rashford. Yeah. Play. I think Bruno's tired. Bruno today. I don't yeah. think at any point he got into the game like that. Maybe the second half a little bit on some of our, account, our counters. But he's tired as well, so... Um, yeah. yeah, maybe pay a Langa or sure something. We'll see. I'm not sure if I'm 100 confident. I know Anfield's going to be really hard. Like, I mean, I think that's another really? test. Yeah, I disagree. Though. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to beat them. I really hope so. I really She's supposed to be that. neutral, remember? Sorry, <laughs> but if anything, I just I forgot. I'm not saying I don't want us to lose anything, but if we had to pick between the two and we had to pick a result, I'd want it to be, of course, against Liverpool. Um, but yeah, I am a little bit worried about some players being tired and how uh, we've like played three, we've played basically games every three and a half days. Um, yeah, every three and a half days since I think it was December the twenty seventh. Like mm-hmm. literally, that's a madness. So um, the top I, team, this is what is expected. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Okay. If you're in four yeah. trophies, if, if, if you yeah, if you win yeah. trophies, you have to compete. On but we've we've performed well and in that time. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just yeah. putting it out there, guys. That's all I'm saying. Just putting it out. At the end of the day, they're humans, right? They're not robots. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm very pleased with today. Um, Tim Hag again, I love you. You changed my life. Watching now, like even if I had like this week was a little bit difficult, and I can't lie, I just I just want I just want Thursday to come. I want to watch my team play, and I don't remember the last time I said that. So um, must be nice. It is nice actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So um, I just hope that it really does. I think yeah, this week, as I said, it was vital. It was so I can't express how vital it was. So I hope that allows us to kick on now. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Can I just ask um, Lauren a question? When was the last time? Tottenham won the trophy. <laughs> 2008, 2-1 against Chelsea. Jonathan Woodgate got the win. So 15 years ago. Yeah, I, it's the only one that I've won since I've been alive. So of course I remember the detail. Wow. Yeah. But that's that okay. If that makes you feel better, really, that's, that's fine. Carry on. That was the little cup as well. So, I mean, Tottenham would love to win even just a medal of some sort. And I'm that sure you'd love to cup. have your manager sacked. Well, why are you coming for us? <laughs> I'm just saying, 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 I'm just I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm Excuse me. I've come maybe to it for personal, personal, short term memory. Personal, games, like <laughs> Bruno Fernandez and twenty five league goals. But I've never really come <laughs> to Manchester United fans. Arsenal fans, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm always going to be unashamedly against Arsenal. But Manchester United, man. Anyone um see what Ronaldo's doing over in Saudi Arabia? Basically, he's banging goals now. Isn't he? I know. Yeah. He's been involved in the last ten games, ten goals. So. I mean Saudi Arabia, but you know I'm happy for him. Anyway, on that note, we'll end it there. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Gold Diggers podcast. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and see you next time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.